0: Southwest Michigan's 97.5 Y-Country is getting you happy and healthy with the Y-Country Medical Minute from the Cassopolis Family Clinic Network. We are joined by one of our friends from the Cassopolis Family Clinic Network to bring you the Y-Country Medical Minute. And today we bring in Dr. Paz Durka. And uh, with that, actually, I'm going to call you Dr. Paz because, again, that's something that pals do, right? We're pals.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. No, I have to add. Perfect. I, I get called that all the time, naturally.
0: So. <laughs> well, Dr. Paz, you know, one of these uh, conversations that we want to have here today is something that maybe uh, you might have to bring up with a pal and say, Hey, I know you're within a specific age range. You should go and, and you know, get looked at for this. We're talking about uh, colorectal cancer and uh, why this is so important for us to, you know, have early detection and to have these screenings. So let's start there. What is the importance of this? Why do we need to do this?
1: Anytime we offer a screening, we're we're typically trying to detect a specific condition uh, or disease because we have a treatment for it. Um, And often screening is to try to identify it before it becomes a bigger problem. So in this case, colorectal cancer uh, oftentimes starts growing before um, we would have any idea that it was, uh, happening inside of our body. And, and when we start to have symptoms, uh, which we can get into in a minute, that oftentimes the prognosis or the chances of it, um, disabling us or potentially killing us is much higher. So, um, we want to try to detect it early to prevent problems from being, if it is a problem, you know, being able to treat it as opposed to having something that could, could, uh, take our life. Yeah.
0: It's a it's a difficult thing to kind of talk about, and I know that I've had, um, you know, situations in, in my family specifically in regards to colorectal uh, cancer. But um, a lot of people might be thinking because I, I feel like I have friends that do this too that they have they're a little bit sore or something, and they're like, oh, I've got to have this. I know I've got this ailment, right? So what do we need to know about maybe looking at things like symptoms that should take us to that next level of getting that screening?
1: Definitely. So I would say that, you know, common symptoms of colorectal cancer, uh, most common would be like a change in your, in your bowel movements. So if, if you're kind of have your regular, everyone's got their kind of normal pattern. If all of a sudden that changes and is a lot different, um, more concerning would be you know uh looser stools tarry kind of sticky stools that are looking black or you see blood or red red in it um, that would be definitely a reason to get checked out if you're having severe abdominal pain and cramping um like i said rectal bleeding or hemorrhoids could or what what may be perceived as hemorrhoids could be something more serious so always checking in with your medical provider to discuss you know what's appropriate um in terms of screening for colorectal cancer though Ideally, we wanna be doing this before you even have symptoms. You know, Obviously, we don't want anyone to have this condition, um, but the recommendation from the United States Preventative Task Force, which is a group of scientists and doctors that kind of dig into the research to say, this is what's really worth doing, um, says that from ages 45 to 75, you should be screening for colon cancer even if you don't have symptoms. Um, And that can be happening in in a few different ways. Um, the most common would be a, uh, a stool collection kit at home that then gets sent in. The most common is, is called Cologuard. Now another one is maybe a fit test. Um, and these, the Cologuard test is usually done every three years, as long as it's negative. Um, if it's positive, that means that there could be a problem and you need to have a colonoscopy to, to detect it further. Um, and then, um... A colonoscopy, uh, for those who aren't familiar, is 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 a procedure in which you have to drink a bunch of liquid to clear out your bowels, Then you go to to either a GI doctor or a surgeon, and and they give you medicine to kind of put you put you to sleep or, or sedate you, and then they put a camera up your rectum and look through the entire colon to look for colon cancer. And if they see any polyps or little growths, they clip them off, send them to the pa- to the lab to look on, and the pathologist will say, oh, this is not cancer, or this is concerning, and you need to follow up and anywhere from, say, a year to 10 years. Um, so there's, there's quite a wide range of options. But the takeaway is if you're 45 or older, and you're even if you're not having symptoms, you should talk to your doctor about what the right screening test is for you.
0: I, I want to address that, too, because this is interesting, you know, the, the process that you explained about what exactly is... Uh, taking place in uh, mm-hmm. a colonoscopy. Um, obviously, that's a little bit more of an invasive process. Is there an, uh, a non-invasive process that is also
1: out there to choose from? Or? Yeah. So the Cologuard test uh, that I was referring to is a stool collection kit that you can do at home, uh, which sounds, uh, you know, kind if of like an odd, an, an odd thing, but the, all the instructions are there. You know, it walks you through how to do it. Yeah. And then you collect it. You, you add like a little kind of liquid to it, close it off. Put it in the mail. The UPS guy, or you know, post office doesn't really know probably what they're carrying, <laughs> and um, get sent. They do. Um, they're looking at different biomarkers, so some DNA biomarkers, or if there's blood in the stool that you may not visually see, but they can detect under under uh, more specific tests. And that if they catch any of that, they'll say, okay, this is a positive test. send you the message in your doctor the message, and then they w- that would then prompt you to. Then go have the colonoscopy because that's where they're going to visualize. But it's nice. You don't have to take a day off work. You don't have to, you know, drink this liquid to clear out your bowels. So for some people who may not have the time uh, or ability to take a day off work, the guard test is, is a way of kind of giving ourselves some reassurance and say, okay, negative, I feel much better. You know, if it's positive, okay, I really do need to take the time to, to get checked out further.
0: Sure. So, obviously, that's really good information, and we've talked a little bit about, you know, maybe who's affected by this, the age range of why you need to get uh, get that. Is there any information you can t- tell us a little bit about, you know, maybe those who are at risk? You know, who are the most likely to be the ones that really need to get this done?
1: Yeah, so, so the risk level uh, uh, kind of correlates to the recommendation. So, 45 and older is really the highest risk. Um, there's some dietary factors. So uh, people who smoke tobacco um, or drink uh, higher amounts of alcohol um, or really any amount of alcohol could, could be at slightly higher risk. Tobacco is probably one of the biggest ones. Um, we know that African-Americans are affected um, more than, than other ethnicities and sometimes at younger ages as, as well. Um, I should mention that if you have a family member who is diagnosed with colon cancer, if, if it's a first-degree relative, that you should be screened 10 years before the, before them. So if, say they got diagnosed at say 50, you actually would start at 40 instead of 45, like everyone else. Um, but if they were diagnosed at say 60, you would have already started at 45. So it wouldn't necessarily change anything.
0: Okay. That's yeah. really good information to know then. All right. Yeah. The last thing we've covered a lot of ground, a lot of information, all awesome. Sure. But ultimately like we do, we want to know how can we help each other out? So how can we help, you know, preventative maintenance?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, talking about these things, you know, it's a tough thing. People don't like to talk about their bowels, you know, just in general, uh, something we all do. Um, So I think that, you know, if you notice a family member suffering or seemingly talking about, you know, their own health or just in general conversations about health, I think that talking about your experience, going to your doctor when you're not having problems, you know, we typically think of going to the doctor when, oh, I have a problem. I need to go get it addressed prevention is a big part, um, of that and seeing your doctor for your, your preventative yearly preventative visit or, you know, your annual physical as, as it would be known that this is something that would be discussed, uh, at that visit to kind of personalize what would be best in, in your case, because there are multiple options, uh, in terms of screening, like, like I mentioned. So yeah, just spread the word to family and friends and say, you know, your parents, if they're, you know, getting up in, in age, make sure, Hey mom, dad, did you get screened for colon cancer? you know, or, or aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, you know, just kind of spreading the word. And um, and people typically think of the colonoscopy as the only option, but now that there's these this other test uh, available, you know, you can still get some of that peace of mind and reassurance um, by pursuing other options. Yeah.
0: I want to start a trend now instead of just going up and, you know, saying, hey, how you doing? I want us to go to our family members and say, hey, how's your bowel doing? Yeah. <laughs> It may not end well. Thanksgiving might be ruined,
1: but it's... (laughs) It's important,
0: exactly.
1: But, but yeah, maybe at home. Yeah, at home having those conversations. Yeah,
0: don't say it to your waiter yeah. at the restaurant. That's not cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can see my four-year-old accidentally uh, <laughs> slipping that into conversation.
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. Doctor Paz, you're awesome. I appreciate you sharing the time here with us and sharing all of your knowledge, and we appreciate you very much. And I want to make sure I give the plug here. If you want to set up uh, an appointment or talk, uh, you guys have a great website at castfamilyclinic.org and uh, a great resource. Can we request you as our doctor. Is that possible?
1: Yes. Yep. I I have a little less availability because I do some admin stuff, but uh, any of our providers are wonderful and and we'll be able to get you the care that you need and and deserve. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. Appreciate you as well. And again, that's your Y Country Medical Minute with the Cassopolis Family Clinic Network. Replay this conversation and more by going inside the Y Country mobile app under podcasts with Southwest Michigan's 97.5 Y Country.